Are you ready to bounce back better? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. It's Sarah and it is our 10th podcast episode. So I want to give it whoop whoop um, and say welcome. Um, for our 10th episode. And of course, since we're talking about toxic relationships, I thought, what could be better than for the 10th episode than to talk about red flags, what they are, why we ignore them, why we hope they go away. And so often I hear from clients, oh, I just hope it goes away. I hope it goes away. I hope it goes away. Right. And toxic people teach us to feel helpless about our problems. So we never leave. So we never set boundaries. So whatever else the case may be, it's called learned helplessness. Parent may say, you'll never survive without me. Don't you know everything good that's happened to you is because of me. You know, a toxic partner may say, you'll never make it out there. You know, no one else will ever love you, whatever the case may be, but it's learned helplessness. And so we put up with bad behavior much longer than we would have ever thought we put up, would put up with bad behavior. We act, you know, we may say our values are self-worth or self-esteem or self-love, but our behavior is ignoring the elephant in the room, ignoring the red flag elephant in the room. The problem is when there's an elephant in the room, we may ignore the elephant, but we still step in the crap. If there's an elephant in the room, you're going to have poop, lots of poop, big piles of poop, poop everywhere. It's going to smell like poop. You're going to, your hair is going to smell like poop. Feet are going to smell like poop. You may have poop on your pillow for heaven's sake, right? And so we try to ignore the elephant and we pretend the poop isn't there. We pretend we're not stepping in it. But everyone else in our life sees the poop, smells the poop, sees like, oh my gosh, are you really, you know, going to keep going on like that? Are you really going to keep ignoring that? And we're like, oh, you know, we kind of like elephants. Elephants aren't so bad. They're cute and they're floppy ears. And, you know, our friends and family say, but what about all the poop? And you say, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Or maybe it's a child, right? Maybe it's a, a child who's exhibiting toxic behavior. And, oh, you know, teachers are always getting calls that say, oh, he's just hanging around with the wrong people. You know, and I've heard teachers say, no, he is the wrong people. <laughs> she is the wrong people. She is the problem. But it, as humans, we only have a limited amount of energy. And we want to conserve that energy, right? We're made to conserve that energy. Uh, that's why we have to make ourselves get up and work out or make it a habit where we don't think about it anymore. Or we have to make ourselves do the right thing, make ourselves you know, save money for retirement or, you know, go into work even if we don't feel like it. You know, make good choices for our future. Because our natural inclination is the easy choice, the choice that requires the, the least energy spent, right? And side note, that's why people don't believe people when they say they're in toxic relationships. Because if the person, you know, there's two people, it's like one is telling the truth, one isn't. And it's easier to believe that their relationship wasn't toxic because then they don't have to do anything about it, right? There's some sense of obligation. It's like, oh gosh, that relationship is toxic. Well, I should probably help. But if they don't believe it's toxic, then they don't have to help, right? Just a little side note. But we don't want to clean up after the elephant in the room. So it's just easier to ignore the piles of poop. But they keep piling up. You keep smelling. It affects your sleep. It affects your health. 
It affects your stress level. It affects how you smell. It affects how you carry yourself. And I had a great interview with someone today and they talked about, you know, they would try affirmations, right? And it's like, oh, you know, they were in this really horrible situation, but they tried to, you know, affirmation, give themselves affirmations, right? Just ignore the red flags. You know, you are strong, you are positive, you are beautiful, you're wonderful, right? Or they may go to a coaching event and, you know, cheer and feel good, you know, it, but it doesn't fix the problem that there's an elephant pooping in the room. You just ignore it. You try to uh, affirm your way out of it, affirm your way uh, out of having to take action to get rid of it. Some people try meditation. I love meditation, right? Not dissing meditation. I'm saying you could meditate and pretend the elephant is in the room, is it in the room and pretend it doesn't smell like poop, but it doesn't solve any of the problems. You may be able to check out of the problems for a bit, but it doesn't solve the problems. And I want you to think about uh, traveling, right? You may go away to find yourself and then come home to an elephant with lots of poop. Uh, you may try to pray away the elephant rather than having to take action. And there's a fabulous Frederick Douglass quote that says, God started hearing my prayers when I started moving my feet. Fred, great Frederick Douglass quote. He was an amazing man anyway. Uh, champion for women's rights, um, you know, as well as civil rights, obviously. And maybe you try to exercise away the poop. Maybe you try to drink it away. Maybe there's all these things you can do and put in place in your life. And it doesn't change the fact there are red flags you're ignoring that are causing a mess in your life. And everyone else can see it and you can't because it requires a lot of energy on your end to, to come out of that denial. And sometimes it can feel so overwhelming to actually open your eyes and see this huge elephant and all the poop and the mess it's created. And it just feels like, ah, I just want it to go away. I'll think about it tomorrow. And it creates this learned helplessness. And that's why we ignore the red flags. It's human nature, right? Doesn't mean it's a good idea. Doesn't, you know, I'm not giving you permission uh, to, to ignore red flags. I'm giving you an explanation of why. And when we see why we ignore the red flags, we just really, 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 really hope the elephant cleans up after himself. We really, 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 really hope if we train the elephant, it'll do, you know, it won't act like an elephant. It'll act like, a, you know, a house cat. We're a dog. It'll be a really good indoor pet. We just really, 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 I usually train, I usually use the word crocodile when I'm talking about toxic people. I'm not referring them to elephants. I am talking about denial and that elephant in the room and the elephants in your life that you just pushed away and tried to ignore. And I want you to think about the phrase, that's weird. When I'm talking with my clients, I'm helping them with their intuition. I say, well, how many times did the phrase, that's weird, pop up in your head? Or, huh, something seems off. That's weird. Or you question it. When you start stacking, that's weird. That's when you see the pattern of toxic behavior or the possibility of toxic behavior before you have all the data, right? And I have so many clients and they just really, 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 you know, oh, no, but it was my fault. You know, things were my fault. I'm not perfect. You know, I yelled some too. I did this. I did that. And I think about a mother who has a sick child and she wants to do right by her sick child. So she goes to the doctor to get medicine. When she gives the child her medicine, 
the child gets sick because the child's allergic to it. This actually happened to me when Ben and I were in Paris. I gave him some medicine that he ended up being allergic to. And here I thought I was being a, a good wife, giving him medicine. He started breaking out in hives in Paris. And I went, oh, no. I mean, oh, where am I going to find a doctor? I was going through all these scenarios in my head. And I wasn't trying to hurt Ben. I was trying to give him medicine to help him. You know, that mother wasn't trying to hurt her child. She was trying to give medicine to help the child. But they had a missing piece of data. And the missing piece of data is the flip, right? Toxic people flip everything and make it your fault. Well, I wouldn't have had to do that if you'd been on time. I wouldn't have had to do that if you'd made something else for dinner. I wouldn't have have had to do that if you hadn't ignored me. I wouldn't have had to do that if you hadn't been so selfish. I wouldn't have had to do that. Or, Or what type of person is so selfish? What kind of daughter would do something like that? What kind of wife would not put her husband's needs before her own, whatever the case may be, and whatever, what type of employer would not be willing to stay after to help the team, right? It's always the flip. And you start taking things on as your fault and ignoring the fact that everything's being flipped on you and is your fault, you start trying to do better, trying to work harder. You ignore the red flags, you ignore the elephant in the room because you think, oh, I can be better, I can be stronger, I can work harder, I can... I can, I can, I can do the work of the relationship rather than recognizing that the relationship isn't working because we have the power to change ourselves. And so we can feel very powerful to try to change yourself. And we have so little power to change other people, if any, right? And especially someone who doesn't want to be changed. And if you have a toxic parent, toxic partner, toxic coworker, you know, a child who's exhibiting toxic behavior and they are being selfish, 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 avoiding responsibility, making everything your fault, making you the problem, whatever else it may be. And you keep trying to be better, be more understanding, be more caring, be more forgiving, be a better daughter, be a better mother, be a better wife, be a better girlfriend, be a better coworker. And what you miss, the big elephant, is the fact that they are doing this on purpose. They are manipulating you on purpose. They are doing wrong by you on purpose. And so you become the puppet and you're doing your dance and you know, they are reaping all the benefit. And that's why, you know, the process of not ignoring red flags is about understanding both stacking that's weird so you can figure out they're toxic before all the data is displayed to you, right? Oh, gosh, I knew they were cheating. Oh, gosh, I knew they were embezzling money. Oh, gosh, I knew I shouldn't have gone into a business deal with them, right? You don't want to wait till that point. You want to recognize those red flags before you ever get to that place. Stacking. That's weird. That's weird. Huh. That's weird. Huh. That's weird. Right. And then not ignoring the stacking, not ignoring that piece of your intuition, because most females that I talk to, it's not that they don't pick up on it. It's that they talk themselves out of it because they feel bad. And a Google search on a list of red flags is not going to solve that problem for you. It's not going to fix it for you. If, you know, there are obvious red flags that you put up with in whatever type of relationships. And as long as you talk yourself out of a red flag, it doesn't matter if you know what they are, because you're always going to talk yourself out of it because you don't want to, you, that lovely elephant in your room, it's like, ah, oh, it's easier to talk yourself into the poop not being that bad than it is to push the elephant out. But long term, pushing that elephant out, dealing with the real problem, recognizing the red flags for what they are, recognizing the person for who they are rather than the potential of who they could be. That's where the magic happens. That's where you get the life you want. 
and otherwise he had just ended up in a room full of crap, a life full of crap, a laugh, a life of cleaning up other people's messes. Okay. So for the 10th episode, whatever you decide your healing journey is, I'd love, you know, for you to look up some more information about working with me, or if you have somebody you are working with, okay, the work needs to be not just going over red flags, not just Google searches for red flags or what they are, but talking yourself out, strengthening that muscle of not ignoring them and strengthening that muscle, of being able to push the elephant out of the room if needed. Have a great day. Hello, wonderful. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and that you found something that will either help you get past your past, get real about your present, or get serious about your future. And hopefully it's all 30. If you're not already in my Facebook group, finding love and success after a toxic relationship, consider this your invitation. There are tons of lives, tons of tips and tricks to help you bounce back better. Have a great day.